Welcome to the Lemon Squeeze. I today I have the absolute pleasure of recording this episode with some of my children. It's November, and November is all about the family and love and food, fun, and you know, what better fun to have them with my children? They're all absolutely amazing. But today it, I have Camille, Lady Camille. Say hello, daughter. Hello, everyone. I also have my daughter, Lila, over here. Hey, baby. Lila doll, yes. And my son, Mr. E.O. He's already done this with me a few times. Yeah, today we're going to turn up, honey. I'm going to have a good time. So, again, y'all always know the lemon squeeze is like you're sitting in my living room with me having a conversation. And, of course, you know me. We smoke some weed. So, all of our answers may not be... Always, you know, together. Blame the marijuana. <laughs> Just know we are doing our absolute best. But uh, I think it's more than appropriate to start it off with one of my favorite subjects. Entertainment, honey. Entertainment. <laughs> Blizzo, give us some juice. Okay. So at this point, if you've been paying attention, you know I'm clearly obsessed with Britney Spears and her book. Mm. <laughs> uh, and one of my favorite topics is how she talks about her abortion that she had to have when she you know supposedly with justin timberlake allegedly so in recent news timberland was doing um they were doing like a producer interview at like this event and someone in the audience asked him about music that justin timberlake had made asked him about uh i guess cry me a river cry me a river yeah and he cut the guy off and went into like a little mini rant about Britney and he was like, you know, she's going kind of crazy. And uh, now this is after he, he's what, apologized, correct? About because with what she said was that the Cry Me a River song was a little bit damaging to her. Right. That's about her look like, you know, Justin has already apologized oh. and everything. But now Timbaland is saying that Britney basically talks too much. He said you need to put a muzzle on her. He should have oh. muzzled her. Oh. Basically oh. referencing the fact that Britney's Telling her truth, telling the story, and telling the world whatever. What happened to her? Now, is he mad about allegedly she also said that she didn't feel the penis when they had oh, sex? <laughs> Mind you, this is it. I heard this, okay, so, so I feel like I'm being confusing. Justin Timberlake did not say these things. Timbaland, the music producer. Oh, yes. Okay. 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 Fabulous. Now, why is he talking? It, <laughs> <laughs> Someone was asking him about Justin's song, and he decided to start talking about Britney. He was a he was a producer on the song. He was a producer. I think he produced. Oh my goodness, Tim Crimea River. Stop. Stop. The song was great. You had nothing to do with the message. He but said, stop. So from what I've been reading, the internet is eating him up because yes, they should. The internet is eating him up because they're saying, first of all, Britney has gone through so much. She's had mental breaks. She's had legal issues. She was basically a prisoner on her own phone for how many years? Yeah. And now she writes a book just so the whole world can see it from her side. And the first thing you want to say is someone should have put a muzzle on her. Oh, okay. So first of all, <laughs> you're muzzling someone now? Like, I didn't know we did that. Basically, you're saying... You're not allowed to tell yeah. the truth about your life. Mm -hmm. And, but I just thought it was very disrespectful. So they're eating him uh, up. And why is he yeah. talking? Why is he talking? Why is he talking? Yeah. Why has, so like, here's, yeah. here's the final why thing. Why can't you just support her? One of the main things people are bringing up is they're saying that he has the nerve to even say something like that when weren't you accused of uh, different things back in the day? Like Ooh. supposedly he was in love with Aaliyah way back when, when she oh, was a kid. Uh, kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Underage, allegedly. 
Mm-hmm. He was producing a lot of her stuff. He was producing a lot. So apparently he had actually was quoted saying back in the day that he was in love with Oh Aaliyah. my goodness. She was still under Why are we even talking about Tim? Okay. His career happened a long, 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 <laughs> long, long, long period time. Well, exactly. I'm just saying everyone is trying to figure out a way to ride on the coattails of Britney. Yeah, I that's feel like that's what he's doing. I feel like because his career is like, I haven't heard about anything from him in like years. Literally. So I feel like he's just doing this to like get his like career back and like get himself back up. Mm. So he's just riding her ass. Just mm. I find shady. Mm. That is so shady. He just wants those those clicks. What yeah. I call them clicks. Literally. <laughs> yeah, it's because you just attach your name. You just attach your name uh, to to a situation like that, and mm-hmm. boom, you're gonna pop up in those searches. Oh yeah. Obviously, I mean, obviously, a great. We're talking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're talking about it right now. Yeah. So it's it's garnering buzz. You know, at the same time, it's just, girl, clickbait is so real. Yeah. And it's not saying, you know, what Brittany went through is awful It's ter- and it's really terrible at the same time. Like, as I think you just said it, like, just support, just support her through yeah, this. That's- like, it's not that difficult. <laughs> I feel like, especially after, like, all these years of, like, what Brittany just went through, like, you can't just support her. Like, you can't just, like, been like, okay, good for you. You're writing a book. You have to, like, read her to fucking filth. Oh. Read her to froze. Okay, but here, I didn't know. I didn't know if I had to be professional or not. Um, okay. Period. I feel like it's just fucking rude because it's like you can't just support her. Like also, her writing this book is processing. Yeah, it's processing, it's processing what she for sure. Yeah, she can talk about it all day, but that doesn't mean that she's you know been able to navigate it. Yes. in a way to help herself move forward. Yeah. Writing, you know, having this book, writing this book, talking about it on her social her social media. Yeah. Reminder, yes. Period. Her social media is her right, and also like, you know, we get so many people that want to talk about, oh, you know, when Britney was quote unquote crazy or whatnot, and then you find out that she was going through all this stuff, and it's like, well, how do you feel now? Do you well, feel like a like jackass? Be, yeah. hey, the two of you was locked away for a long time. Like, I showed my yeah. made to do concerts like pretty much against your will. She was like a puppet. No. Yeah, for sure. For all those, and you know, I, I, as much as I make fun about this whole situation, because I like to call it, they Harry Pottered her ass. They locked her up under the stairs. They did. Yeah. But that shit is not okay, honey. Like, uh-huh. for real, your own parent takes you your money and your financial freedom away and just like you have to perform. I heard in the conservatorship, that was also like a part of it. She had to do these or, mm-hmm. or else. Kind of situation. That's so, my, so sad. My heart always goes out to Britney. Because it also, she got her whole life basically just cut off from her. She like, did. she couldn't even go out for fun or, like, hang out with people. And I think that's also why we kind of, like, lost her is because she wasn't really mainly in the public eye for a while. She wasn't going to award shows. She wasn't going to all these events mm-hmm. because they only made her, like, okay, go perform here and then you're going to stay in your house for a week. And she said she's not interested in doing music anymore mm-hmm. like, like she just wants to live her life and play with knives on her instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe, Brittany is uh, one of my favorite that was so i love that, that was, that was oh my you know they sent the police over there for a wellness check when she posted that <laughs> yes they did is not playing they was like bitch don't cut yourself she said the knives were oh. fake though it were fake it, oh gotcha i yeah. feel like it they was from the, from what i saw the video the comments were all half and half some people were really freaking out like britney's not okay somebody help britney 
And the other half, like me, was like, yeah, bitch, where that bitch working? I was like, I was like, yeah. That part is that Brittany was actually doing really good with them knives. I was like, that bitch is dangerous in real life, baby. That bitch just got some smoke on some TikTok of where they cut her out while she's doing the knife things, but it's Deadpool from X Men Origins. Oh, no, I didn't see I didn't see that. She's the next superhero. And I want to see Brittany. Shout out to you. We absolutely love you. Yes. Um, but so did you say something about Megan Good? Oh, no, it wasn't Megan Good. It was Megan Fox. So, Megan Fox. So, Megan Fox has a book. Uh, oh, God. Here we go. That's like the last person. And it's. Think her book about. is a book of poetry. Oh, poetry! Poetry. That's how. But that's I guess I I have to do I have to dig a little bit more into it. But apparently, it's written in poetry form. She has a bunch of different poems in about? books about her personal life, past relationships, and basically Britney's book in poetry form. Um, but no, Megan Fox. She has had a couple of interviews where she's talked about different um relationships with people. Um, and that actually were kind of abusive behind the scenes. So is she still with Machine Gun? Uh, apparently, she is still with Machine Gun Kelly. She was just yeah. recently dropped some yeah. tea about uh, dealing with a miscarriage, mm-hmm. and that there might be some issues there. But their looks for Halloween were kind. Oh yeah, they're, they're, yeah. I think they're. I forgot what they were, but they were really like. I think they're yeah. very attractive. Couple. I think they're. Yeah, she's so kind. Yeah, she's so kind. They're, they're she's absolutely a very face. beautiful person. Is she yeah. even doing any movies or anything right now? I don't think so. Um, last time I saw her in something was I feel like the Transformers franchise. Yeah. That was literally and it. Yeah, I think she's mainly just in like the fashion industry now. Oh like, yeah, she's, she's just working on like because I've seen her a lot of uh, like. Uh, a lot of like fashion shows and like events. So but y'all know this book of poetry. I not going. He's, this I think book is just, not going to sell. She just finished Expendables not too long ago. Expendables. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is it going to be about this time? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like uh like four. Yeah. Expendables four. Are the oh, same Teenage actors? Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, there. I knew there was, was another so one. Kind of the Mutant Ninja Turtles too. That's thing, another one. I haven't even seen it. These men are at least all, and no shade to elders, but these guys are at least. <laughs> 60s and 70s. What they gonna be doing? Fighting each other with Bengay and Canes? <laughs> and mothballs. <laughs> I can't see it. God, God. And you know what? Sylvester Stallone, baby. You can tell he got that, that good face. This is too straight for work, me. Honey. Oh, he's doing it. What are you saying? I said, this is too straight for me. This is gonna no, be... Yeah, too... See, boo, let me tell you something. Really I haven't know. seen one of them. I have no interest. No shades or none of I them. I grew up watching nah. it because my mother was into stuff like this. Like, watching The Expensables, The A-Team. Um, I think Aliens was probably the only one that crossed over with me. Oh, yeah. I like I love me some Aliens. I like that. I see 50 Cent is gonna be in this too, right? Girl. Girl, just bring back the Fast and Furious franchise. I want to see more ludicrous. Foolishness. Oh goodness! Speaking of that, I just watched Fast X, and I genuinely have don't think I've ever been so far split down the middle as far as whether I like it or not. I have to admit, the scenes, the action scenes, were cool. Watching that bomb roll down the streets of Rome, it was cool. Mm-hmm. When he freaking saved those people with the car, I was like, okay, it's cool. Even though it looks cheesy Fast as heck. Fast and Furious stopped being Fast and Furious after number three. Tokyo thank Drift. You. I, right thank now. you. I feel like thank their you. scripting is just as Fast and Furious it's as the daggone. Because it's, some, it's, it's, like, it's like they're trying to force you to believe the story by mm-hmm. adding this here, that there. I, I don't know how I'm trying to explain this, but now who's in the Fast and the Furious this new movie? Like, um, this one brings this one pretty much brings back 
This oh, one pretty much oh, brings oh, back everyone who was in Charlize it. Charlize Theron. Yeah. yeah she, she was one Natalie, of the Angela, villains. Ludacris is in there. Tyrese. Okay. They, they, they have a pretty good cast. Yeah, no. They have a, a pretty much an A-list celebrity cast. I may have to check that movie out. Ooh, yeah. Helen Mirren. I may have to check. Speaking of movies, I, um, I hear Marvel is definitely thinking about casting out. I forget his name. He was on... Um, Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, he was on Lovecraft Country. Yeah, you're talking about he plays. Uh, oh, uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan you're talking about Jonathan Majors. Majors. They're trying to say that part of the reason why they are flip flip flopping is because of Jonathan Majors. But I'm just gonna say this: y'all was flip flip flopping before y'all put him in the movie, honey. I'm sorry. What time was it? Didn't uh, didn't they uh, release an announcement saying that all those accusations against him were false? Well, they got a place to blame somewhere. Honey. I thought I. I I, I read somewhere that it eventually came out that the accusations that were put against him that started the whole um, yeah they said some of them think that, uh, that some of them were false and uh, that you know Marvel still was very no comment on the situation mm-hmm. yeah they kind of uh, get doing the Johnny Depp thing with him like they just casting him off the island before they before we even know okay now the difference is Johnny the Pirates of the Caribbean was. A fabulous and you cannot do them without Johnny Depp I'm sorry Mm -hmm. and the Marvel movies you can do them without Jonathan Majors but he should not be blamed for them flopping because I'm not gonna lie those series that they've been putting out some of them have been lackluster Suck, suck, suck. Uh, the only one has been She-Hulk. That was good. She-Hulk was genuinely amazing. It was genuinely hilarious. It modernized She-Hulk, but with the comic book context, Mm -hmm. where she has the breaking of the fourth wall Mm -hmm. and talks to him like, I love the comedy and the seriousness of it was blended so well. Also, that actress, I'm forgetting her name. She uh, does Orphan Black. She's um she's on a show called Orphan Black on Amazon Prime, and it's after she plays like 17 different versions of herself because she's a clone. And they oh. they interact with each other too. So sometimes she's doing scenes completely by herself. She's absolutely amazing. Um, she has. Uh, uh, I don't think she's American. Uh, is she American? I don't believe so. I, Let's see. She's either. I thought her she was name Canadian. is giving me Italian. Tatiana Masani. Oh, yeah. Tatiana. She's giving me Italiana, honey. She's such a great actress, but She Hulk, I think, is their story. Thirty-eight. And she's insane. Watch her stuff. She's I love stuff. She-Hulk. I've seen her Y'all a lot of check it out. I've never seen She-Hulk, but I've seen like... Check it out. It's a really good, good Marvel show. It mm-hmm. was like, to me, I think they just need to get rid of that whole Avengers thing. That's played out at this point. Well, I think that's what this next phase is. Yeah, this they next phase is do away with it. supposed to uh, separate out of the Avengers now that they're already established. Like, they'll pop back in. But this new phase is supposed to be, I think, focusing on introducing the X-Men. Yes, give what I want. Give me the next Better be African, honey. She I'm not messing around. She has to be. She they missed their mark. Angela Bassett should have been our storm. Oh, baby. I wish I they could go back in time. Angela Bassett would have been an amazing well, this storm. Well, the thing about so universe is that she there's so many storm. variants. She could be storm. A storm is like around Angela Bassett's age in the, most of the anime. You know, like she essentially could when, be. when I saw Storm, the issue is that she does play Queen Mother, but Queen Mother has died. Yeah, she's yeah, passed away. Died. And, and I, in the timeline, she's. she's I died. would love to see Angela Bassett as Storm. I think she's beautiful and good. Black don't crack, honey. Maybe I'll see Courtney B. Van do something in this. That is a power couple of performers, Courtney B. Vance and Andrew That's, her, that's mm-hmm. her husband, right? Yeah. yeah he sir. is in something. I forgot what he's doing right the now. OJ, but... the, so the OJ trials. Yeah. They're, oh, oh, God. He he's played Johnny Crocker so well. Though, too, that was a good like, show. Yeah. That's like, uh, boo. 
Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. That's a couple that can act. Oh, yeah, they yeah. can act. I love sure. everything they've done. Yeah. Yeah. I would love black, to see black, beautiful black Hollywood royalty. Speaking though. of couples, I know this is not the typical couple, but the cartoon couple. Homer Simpson, they said they're trying to get rid of uh, Homer Simpson, <laughs> uh, at least the choking <laughs> parts of Homer Simpson. In The Simpsons, they said that it doesn't, what did, what did you say, Aaron? It doesn't, um, it's not good for the family. It doesn't not, show like just proper not shit family. It's not even like a kid's show, though. No, it's it like never show. it's never has been. And Homer been choking Bart for years. Yeah, that's part of the show. That's and that's like such an iconic thing. Like, yeah, whatever. But the Simpsons have been around since 1989. That's like a yeah. long time. A long, long. Some of my children weren't even way before me. <laughs> I wasn't even. A... <laughs> you weren't even a thought. Man. I wasn't even a thought. I was ten, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the it's just a cartoon. I think if you're gonna fix stuff, can we talk start fixing like global warming and all yeah. important stuff and stop worried about like cartoons? I feel like yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I think we waste we're wasting time on stuff like that. I just that. think we waste time on things that don't matter. Just teach your kids that it's not appropriate to choke your brother or your sister because the cartoon. Same thing my mom taught me when I first laid my eyes on Mortal Kombat. She said, do you know you can't uppercut somebody's head off like that, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, don't ever let me see you try it. Because, uh, yeah, she thought the game was a little radical, but, you know, it's just a game. I mean, I understand it's that, like, teach shows and video games are violent. and But the mm-hmm. thing is, it's like, we're seeing violence on the news, too. And you know? yeah. let's talk about old movies. I recently got into, like, the black and white movies. Mm-hmm. How many times do you see them white men slap them white women around and they be like, oh, I love you. Like, feel so yeah. much passion you know. in my soul, I, and they choke him. Don't make me slap you again, woman. Like, yeah, yeah. have y'all seen any of the? No, movies? I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I know exactly what you're talking. So about. I guess that's not violence. I mean, it, no, no, it is, and that's the thing. Is like it is violence, and I think there's a difference between what that portrays mm-hmm. and then what is being portrayed in this comedic cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, of this relationship with the father and son. I do see how some folks can see it as like, a, I don't yeah. want my kids watching that. Well, then change the channel. Baby, they need yeah. to start. I... Let me tell you something. Cartoon Network, Ren and Stupid, when I was a young... All the cartoons have something like how uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie... Uh... They choke each other all the time. Yeah. Man, those well, cartoons. Well, I think they're also changing it because now it's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, well, I could see that. Yeah. Yes. Well, they yeah, have changed trying... it already a lot. But I Disney, feel like that's Disney, why. Disney has I'm a lot of shows and movies that are also like PG-13. Okay, yeah. Or, you we, know. Have to, we have to start somewhere. Um, I would just say that... You know, I don't think it, it, you know, it was hurting anybody. It was always one of the funniest things about The Simpsons when he finally caught Bart because Bart tortures him. That's what we're not talking about. He wasn't just strangling Bart because he was an abusive father. He yeah. was strangling him because Bart tortures him all day. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I also don't see an issue with them wanting to remove something that can be perceived as abusive yeah. for future generations just so... That we do show that you can have a dysfunctional family without it being abusive and violent. Yes, I guess if you look at it from that way, I guess. Well, anyway, Katy Perry is about to be done with her Vegas residency. Oh, Oh, sad. She's done. Love you, sis. Love Love you, sis. Peace. Does she have any new music? Um, I think she's coming out with a new album. Yeah, I heard she's getting a a new album. One of the local entertainers, uh, Luna Muse. Yes, man. I know uh, that was a dream come true for her. Oh my right? girl had to show mail. Was she nice? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing you want to know when you meet celebrities. You like they got money. Mm-hmm. You know, like they don't they should never smell musty, honey. Yeah. 
know. Yeah, money does not equal must. So I'm sure she smelled divine. <laughs> Luna, you must tell me. Uh, let's see what else. Um, BravoCon uh, just recently happened. Yes. Um, the latest news from BravoCon is they might be rebooting Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What with, do y'all think? Do y'all think that it's time with for the, with I, it a new cast? Is it like well, I'm thinking the they're going to get rid of the whole because they just that season 15 sucked. I'm just going to say it. It was not that great, and it hasn't been that great since the Queen Mother Nene Leakes has walked away Indeed. from the throne. And Bring back people Nene, like Phaedra Nene. and Portia. It just hasn't been great because as much as I love me some, I love Kenya Candy. I respect them as beautiful black women, mm-hmm. but their storylines are lackluster. Mm. That's legit. Yeah, and it's like without somebody like a Nene to get them going, all the drama is so fake. And the new women don't even know their names. Okay. Don't even know their names. I fall asleep. Um, I News. I genuinely hate to admit it, but I haven't been completely caught up on all of I the Atlanta Housewives because <laughs> um the sad part is I really love those women on Housewives like you know those are like the aunties you know what I'm saying yeah. they're like uh-huh. they are like some of the most fabulous black people mm-hmm. in our country. Having said that, yeah, y'all's lives are a bit lackluster now. It's not as interesting <laughs> for television. So maybe it is time to sit down and figure out what a, what your next step is. I miss them showing the ladies coming up. Like, I yeah. miss watching yeah. coming up. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I just th- think wow. they focus too much on the drama. If you want something like that, I hope that they renew it for another season. I've been, I used to watch uh, Selling, uh, Selling Sunset. Sunset. Uh, uh, where it's basically a, a reality show about this uh, real estate agency, mm-hmm. the Opperheim Group, mm-hmm. and they uh, they did a spinoff series of an all black femme real estate firm in Tampa mm-hmm. called Selling Tampa. Oh. Check it out. I'm gonna check it. It's out. like it's, I, I Ken and I watched Tampa. it. Like, love, I love it. And they also have Selling the OC now too, which is a mix of uh, folks on there. But the Tampa one is an all black. Is it Broadway? women? No, it's on uh, Netflix. Netflix. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, it's on um, Netflix. There is one more thing I wanted to ask about since we're talking about reality TV. Sasha, you actually put me on this with Basketball Wives oh, new season. <laughs> Robins. Uh, That's no Housewives of Potomac, darling. Oh, Right. Oh, yes. It's okay. It's okay because you know I don't look at that trash. I know though. you know what. <laughs> no shade to you, ladies, but no, it's garbage. Yeah. Why would you call it basketball wise when half of them not married to basketball not married. players? And haven't been married. We not talking about former basketball wives. We talking about basketball wives. Basketball girl. You don't wanna, no jump offs. None of that. Like <laughs> it's not the. It's it's, it's misleading. Basketball so, baby mamas. Let's talk about housewives of Potomac. I absolutely I love it. Sorry, um, one of my drag children, Ashley Darby, mm-hmm. yeah. is on the show, and yes, mm-hmm. she does represent. I'm not just name dropping, honey. She will say Sasha Cassidy is her drag mama. Yes, she will. But anyway, fabulous show. It definitely is getting better ratings than Atlanta right now. With see, I started like jumping in to watch pieces because it's pretty good. Yeah. After after mm-hmm. we after she did the brunch here and we like Kiki, I was like. It's good. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it when Monique and all of them was. It was so good when Monique snatched Candace up. And we don't condone violence, but when you poking and prodding at people, sometimes you need to be snatched up. Stop. Come on. And they snatched yeah. up, and Monique got fired because you're not supposed to touch. But uh, it's this is good. It's so good. Atlanta, 
needs to work. Yeah, reboot Atlanta because we need something else. Potomac is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you have not seen it, check it out. Shout out to my drag daughter Ashley Darby. Yes. Okay, Alexa. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> Period.com. <laughs> anyway, it is time for some real juice, y'all. The juice that is sometimes sour and not sweet. You know, we got to talk about politics. And because my children are all much younger than me, I would love to hear their perspective on a lot of things. And the first thing I'm going to bring up is Hamas. Mm-hmm. 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 I will start with you. EO and then we'll work, you know, around the room. Hamas. Um, well, from what I understand, Hamas itself is um a group that is actively keeping um the war going. And um the thing I just think the, I'm I'm at a loss for words when we talk about it because it's like I have already heard that it's not okay to feel sorry for both sides, even though both sides are losing lives and things like that. The The problem is the different policies that each side wants. Um, but as far as I understand it, Israel has um, a lot of, um, a lot of laws that are withholding and preventing people of a certain nationality from being able to even live in their own neighborhoods and, you know, trying to be forced out. So it's like for them to want to continue to, um, am I not, am I still being low? It's really hard for me to talk about. It is, it is hard for me to talk about. Um, because I just feel like I need to educate myself more, but it's also hard to, because it just seems like it's all just devastation. It's just, I realize basically since the dawn of man, it's all been war and fighting in, but I just thought at this time in my life that I wouldn't have to live through something well, like that. Well, my advice to you is because in most of the things that are going on, and I'm going to ask you too in just a second, Camille, uh, is religious and it's, his, mm-hmm. it's historic. It goes so far beyond us before we were twinkles in our parents' right, eyes. Right. I don't think in, any one of us on this couch could even understand remotely how deep that war is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Camille, like, what are your thoughts on it? Well, this, so this is the thing is that, like, as being on a third-party perspective and also a part of a country that has unfortunately perpetuated violence across the world mm-hmm. as as a whole, mm-hmm. you know, we we have to look at it as you said it's it goes back so far but when it goes back to the base of things the palestinians have had their homeland taken away right and it's been replaced with not replaced but uh a section of it was given over to israel and the jews yeah. as like mm-hmm. the holy land right. and what we're seeing is I don't condone war. War should not ever happen. I agree. It, it, it should not ever happen. But I guess what I what I'm trying to get to is like to follow up with what you're saying, Mysterio, is are is Hamas perpetuating war or are they continuously trying to fight for their freedom? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point you make. You know, because like and, and both can sit in the same world. They you know, they could be perpetuating it because they don't have the freedoms that their ancestors had. They don't have the land that their ancestors had. Like I, I've known people who grew up in South Lebanon where, 
you know, they didn't know if they could go touch this random toy there because groups were rigging them with bombs, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. But also, you know, in the same way that we look at the way that the U.S. has happened, like, I think 9-11 is a great example where there's a lot of talk about it being actually a sort of U.S.-sanctioned thing in order to turn war attention to go over after there you know Iran, yeah. i'm not saying that's what happened but we also have to look at this situation like that because we're not there we don't know what the you know what the political logistics are of that at the end of the day though what we do know is that human lives are being lost people have not been given their rights people have had their rights taken away and diplomatic conversations are not being conducted and or uh even welcomed yeah um yeah. you know there should be a ceasefire yeah. There, there should be a ceasefire. That's the that's the point blank period. And we also had this issue when uh, we had all, all those refugees that were coming over. What was that? Like the Syrian refugees. What was it, like two, three years years ago? And it's still happening. Yeah. You know, there's there's so much in it that it's so hard to have in a singular conversation. And you cannot trust what we see on the media and politics exactly because they're only exactly. telling us the things that. Evolve, you know, it goes with their yeah. interests that that align it's with like, U.S. national exactly. interests and U.S. national money uh, outside resources. Exactly, that's you a know? thing I've been like having a hard time is like finding information because it's like I don't watch the news a lot, mm-hmm. and so I get a lot of this information from social media, which is a not good. So it's hard to like really understand what is happening, what like the mm-hmm. real logistics are of like what is really going on because you're just hearing things of like on people's like stories, but it's like this could be false information. And then it's like I don't it's just so sad. It like, is really really like Well my lovely little screenager. A lot a lot of great um <laughs> I love it. You no, know, my sister just said that to me on the phone earlier. <laughs> you know, but TikTok. And, oh yeah. And I think one of the great things about TikTok is the way yes. that people have been utilizing it to inform about information that you don't get on the news or on NBC or on, these are like the historical things that lead up to contextualize the thing yeah. that we are ex- not ex- not us personally experiencing but watching other people experience and i think on tiktok they have like a news category like they mm-hmm. have like where you can just go watch the news where it's a bunch of different like influencers and creators that are talking about these topics and See, like, that's a good thing and i like that though. so that's why i've been watching those because like instagram girl fuck that like yeah but tiktok and like that's where i've been getting a lot of this information from and really understanding what is really happening is because there's real true creators that are coming out about this stuff mm-hmm. and actually using real information and like actually doing the reading and can i say that thing i love about the new generation and listening to you talk politics and you talk politics is and even my generation, it's like we breaking away from the robotics, the mm-hmm. things that we all yeah. taught. And I love the newer generations because you all are completely broken away from it. And the reason why they all say, well, the newer generation's just radical. And it's because you are y'all are not going with the tides of things. Y'all are stepping to the sidelines and doing your own research mm-hmm. and figuring things out. And it scares the hell out of politicians mm-hmm. because you you're not easily fed oh yeah and that's why they're fighting things like tiktok by the way yeah yeah they, they try getting rid of it exactly. so many times well that's one of the, again that's one of the greatest things about tiktok is that like unfortunately i would say close around my generation so about i would say 95 on going and like reading articles going and like actually reading up on these things the attention span of someone our age is so damn minimal 
that TikTok, the influencers and folks in TikToks have found a way to put that information in a consolidated manner in under a minute and a oh, half. Yeah. The exact yeah. amount of time that someone can actually listen to it, read through it, save it to review it for later. Yes. Whereas like, you know, with our parents, it was reading newspapers. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it was, you know, yeah. reading magazines. But again, that's from that individual company's perspective, alignment, religious views, and whatnot. And TikTok is too. But I think the difference with TikTok is, as you said, this new, the, uh, our newer generation has, we go and look, seek out multiple sources yeah. of information oh, on yeah. this and then consolidate, yeah. you know, a sort of, this is what is across the board, same across all of these. This yeah. is the information and this is the factual information that is happening. And so, yeah, that's why they're trying to fight it because it's mm -hmm. ease access for information like that. Uh, and and it's just so easy for like like my generation, like younger generations, it's just so easy to like access. And create news. your own thoughts. Create your own thoughts. By the way, yeah. shout out to people like Empress Onyx. Yes. <laughs> This is why, you know, I told her that this is what it, very important what she's doing is because, yeah, nobody's reading the newspaper anymore. That's outdated. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. even read the newspaper no. anymore. We f get our information from like TikTok and the Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So people like uh, Empress Onyx, they are good because, again, the media is not controlling the narrative 100% anymore. We're finding, you are finding your own source yeah. of information. Mm -hmm. It is the reason why this Hamas and Israel war, this Palestine war, is not going the way they want it when it comes to the people yeah. because y'all see through those potholes and know that there's something not going on right here. Exactly. Why you'll see to me people are like, oh, well, Israel is attacking them because they were bombed. And I'm like, I understand that, the retaliation, but now this is like genocide mm -hmm. at this point. You retaliated, but you're killing innocent people. You're taking away people's homes. You're taking away all kinds of livelihoods. They can barely even feed themselves. There has to be a fine line when war just is not beneficial to anyone. Yeah, yeah It's and only beneficial to the top percent, the rich and the politicians. And that's why, speaking of elections and things, we have current elections going on locally. Yes. Please do your research about your candidates, vote, and pay attention to the people we're putting in. Because again, we need forward thinkers. The White House, any kind of place of business where decisions are made should be moved forward by the younger generation. For people who think about the future. Mm -hmm. Because somebody like Donald Trump, he's in his 80s. You think he gives a, a rat's ass? No. He said COVID no. was a hoax, honey, until his ass got it. Mm -hmm. You know, so this is the kind of people we're dealing with when it comes to Israel and Hamas and all this yeah. stuff. They're like, oh, well, let's just fund Israel. And Israel also recently, Aaron, I think, did, did you hear? Uh, U U.S. has asked for like a ceasefire. And Israel pretty much was like, oh, no, but please send us some money to help continue this mm -hmm. war. We don't want a ceasefire. And they're like, oh, well, humanitarianly, we need to do this so people can get aid. And, and, there's, and there's a certain and point. And like, no. There's a certain point where war, the war no longer is being fought about the mm -hmm. reasons that it started. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a purely humanitarian issue. And right now what we're seeing is a humanitarian issue that is going on. But again, you know, different politics, different politicians, egos, so power, all of that play yeah. comes into play. And it's just at the end of the day, what we as the people are saying is like, there are people dying. At the end of the day, this can be something that can be, that, that could be, I'm not going to say can be, because I'm not holistically involved in the sort of politics of it all, but it could be talked about diplomatically. That's why the UN exists. That's why these uh, groups, uh, these sort of uh, international groups exist, 
to be able to solve those things without a situation like this. But it's oh my goodness, it's, it's just it's such hard. frustrating. And again, frustrating. like Mysterio said, it's hard to talk about. It is. It's I agree really with you. I agree with about. you, Mysterio. It's, it's so, so hard. hard. It is. And it's like hard to like even just like watch like. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can't even look at it. Yeah, even, like it's like so hard because it's like I can't do anything about it. Like I'm just sitting here, and it's like so hard watching like all of these kids, and like I don't. Ugh. And you, you it know, is hard. Folks that like yeah. want to donate to the proper organizations, but then it becomes then this you have deep that... dive of like people that are taking advantage of those things, and it's like okay, well then maybe I don't want to donate because I don't know if the money's actually getting to the people yeah. that need it and deserve That's it. A really good, point. you know. So like I again, I would say like TikTok would probably be the best place to go because I feel like those folks like. Empress Onyx, do their research. They do the research that most people don't want to do. And if you don't want to do that research, find the people who will do it for you on TikTok or these things. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't read and do your research. You you should 100%. But if you're going to do that, make sure you're using the right sources. And she does mm-hmm. a good, she's, she's really good at also mentioning the sources. So. Yeah. 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 Good job, Empress. And continuing talking about politics, um, Recently, there has been a movement. I've been watching a lot of uh, different YouTube, TikTok videos about the LGBT pretty much not wanting to associate themselves with the E in the LGBT. Hi, girly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was watching this debate, and there's this beautiful trans woman, and she's stunning. I'm not finna hate on her. Her name is Blair White. Um, Blair White. Who are you? If you could look her up real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, she says a lot of pretty controversial things about, you know, and, and Lila, my daughter right here is also oh, the YouTuber trans. Yeah. Blair White. Um, you have to check out some of our videos, but she talks about a lot of transphobic situations and being in the way that saying, cause she's also trans, by the way, I'm going to point this out. She is trans. She is mm-hmm. absolutely stunning. Yes. But she points out pretty much, um, she talks about an incident well, she does this thing on TikTok where she goes and she listens to a lot of other trans people rant about being misgendered and, you know, et cetera. And she comments. And one of the ones I watched and she was like, well, if you're going to call yourself a trans woman, you have to look the part. You know, you can't get upset that somebody calls you this because you don't look like this. And that's that. And I'm trans yeah. and I'm saying it. Do y'all think that someone like her and she also says that gender non-binary is not considered trans, by the way. I'm going to add that, too. Mm. He says that she doesn't, you, it's okay to be a feminine male that likes to dress up, you know, in female clothes. I'm not trying to misgender anyone, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but check her out. You'll hear that I'm not making this stuff up. Do you think people like Blair White, a beautiful mm-hmm. trans woman who is obviously privileged, do you think she uh, is hurting the trans movement. What do y'all think about that? I'll let you in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> start with, let's start. I'm going to let you go first. Yes, my beautiful trans daughter. <laughs> I think, see, it's hard. And I think it's, mm, let me think real quick. Because it's really, it gets to a point where I like, Yes, men, like I get misgendered like on days where I'm at work and it's just like at the end of the day, like I don't give a fuck of what they think. I think at the end of the day, if you feel pussy, if you feel cunt and if you feel good about yourself, then that's fine. But like, yeah, like at days where I'll get like misgendered by like a 99 year old woman who's going to die soon, <laughs> like bitch bye. Like, I just, I don't care. And I think I just go on with my, my day. Like, I don't even try to argue because it's just like, 
some people are just never going to get it. And it, it mm-hmm. sucks. It mm-hmm. sucks that mm-hmm. people are never really going to understand what trans people have to go through. And I just, I don't know. I just try to stay in my own world. And it's just, it's frustrating. And it's like, I try to argue, like, not like argue. See, my thing, okay, is I don't want to argue because I think when we try to argue with someone who is homophobic and like you know what I mean trying to get their point across then they and we argue with them they make us look like we're the bad guys or like mm-hmm. oh we're attacking them but like no we're just giving them the right information mm-hmm. of what or like how it is mm-hmm. point blank period mm-hmm. so I think I don't even like sometimes I do want to like sit this person down and be like yo like I am a trans woman like you called me a he and yada yada but just like But would you find it exhausting? It's 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 exact. Oh yes, like I I don't want to do that. Like I just want to live my life. Like I don't want to just like that's my thing too. Is like I just try to live my own like little delusional world in my mind, and go about my day. And it's like I don't want to like the fact that we have to like educate people. Like I don't want to be a teacher. Exactly. I don't want to go to college. No, very that, and I 100 agree with you. So it's like. I've had I've had this conversation. I don't think I've ever had the conversation with you yet. Um, but like I have been for the last few months in my sort of thoughts and journey with my gender and uh uh living in a way that makes me feel comfortable, which has been uh being trans mm-hmm. and 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 identifying as trans. And I think that every everyone's gonna have not I think everyone's gonna have their opinions. My grandfather always said everyone has opinions just like you have an asshole. Like we yeah. all have opinions. Yeah. That being said, I agree with sis in that like as long as I feel good about myself and I'm living healthily in a way that I have not been had the privilege to experience for the last 26 years, then like why am I why am I caring about what someone who I may see once in my life says to me about my gender? Granted. I'm not saying everyone has to have this mindset, but that's how I'm able to move through the world and be able to enjoy who I who I have discovered I am as a person, an individual. Um, because I get misgendered at Paisley Park all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like I start my tours off by saying, hi, my name is Domino, pronouns they, them. Thank you for coming to Paisley Park. And without a doubt, the second I get to the place where we can open everyone's phone, I get, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And I didn't realize how much the word sir made me feel uncomfortable until I came back to Paisley Park. And this is no Tino Shater Paisley. I get treated great there. I love my coworkers and everyone there. I'm just talking about the experience that I have. It doesn't bother or change my view on how I work there, but it's something that I became aware of. And that's when I made that post about please never sir me. Like if you call me dude or, you know, guys, like that doesn't bother me. I know that's just a general, you know, colloquial term to refer to a group of people or a person. Yeah. I, my mom used to call we used to call my mom dude all the time yeah you know like for me i know that but that doesn't bother me but for some people being called dude or being like hey guys really it really affects it them. really affect, yeah. affect yeah. them which is which is their experience yeah. yeah you know and if you're going to want that person in your space if you want to have that person in your life then you have to be aware at the bare minimum of what their experience is and if you want to work with it work with it if that's something that you're not comfortable with don't don't put that energy in their life you know, mm-hmm. don't sit there and tell them, well, I'm not going to gender you properly or don't forcefully misgender them consistently. Like it's just mm-hmm. it just blows my mind that people feel like they have the right and or privilege to dictate how someone else experiences their life moving through the world. 
we're not doing anything to bother anyone. Yeah. If anything, like one of the reasons I do drag is because I love seeing how much people smile. Yeah. And you don't see, like, people don't smile at each other on the streets anymore. That's something I noticed when I was back home in Chicago. These motherfuckers were smiling at me left and right. And I'm like, I don't even know who you are. And I was like, I miss what this feeling feels like. Because they the don't do it here. Yeah. They don't. I'll say for me, watching, because I'm, I'm a little dated, and seeing trans women back, you know, when I was coming up, they were a lot more, to me, empowered. And mm -hmm. my drag mother, rest her soul, Tanisha Cassidy, was a beautiful trans woman who still allowed you to call her by her muggle name like and laughed at it because mm -hmm. she said she did what she wanted to her body yeah, for, for her. her. Yeah. So someone tell, saying this, misgendering her, did not face her. I think we had a bunch of different conversations about it. And, you know, she was like, I just am not going to stress myself out correcting everybody that say something exactly. stupid. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because we can't, she said, that's not a me problem, that's a them problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, I just think that if you make that choice to change, to become your true self, you have to also be empowered in it. Exactly. And you can't allow people to shake you so easily by saying, but that's just me. But I get it. Some people are not. We're never going to, we're never going to interact with Miss. Well, I'm not going to say we're never, you know, but what's the likelihood of us ever interacting with Miss Blair or interacting yeah. with any of these people? Yeah. Like on a, larger scale it is a little hurtful for the babies that are coming up and trying for to someone like navigate blair. themselves yeah. you know for someone like blair to say that a beautiful trans woman to who had denounce the, the movement completely almost yeah, yeah you know it it does it does hurt and i'm not justifying it in any way at the same time like we have our community here i the reason being misgendered doesn't bother me is because i know that when i'm around my community i will be she that she her they them yeah, yeah. like when i'm around the people that oh, yeah. that that invigorate my life and inspire me to move forward Thank and do you. what i want to do i know that i'm going to be seen the way that i have presented well out of respect i automatically just i want to know your name and yeah. usually i say they them but and i use you know yes i don't use the he she anymore because yes i do think no matter what people say we can learn to adjust yeah. to make things better we don't always have to be set in our ways to the fact that, oh well i'm gonna say this because this is how it's mm -hmm. been that's not right because yeah. as as always if we kept things how it's always been me and you and you and you would still be in shackles and no, and yeah so like we have yeah. to be forward thinking in a way that i'm just going to respect your feelings and it's period respect costs yeah nothing. period yes. that's it my i thing, want the same respect my thing is like at the end of the day at least uh, like my friends and my family respect me, I'm good. Yeah. As the people that I'm always around respect me, I'm good. I don't care if someone I like see on the street and they're like, like, girl, I don't care. Like, girl, I ain't gonna see you. You know, no. I'm never gonna see you again. Next I'm never gonna see you. Next. Like, you know, when I'm helping out like my work, like customers, I'm like, bitch, I'm never gonna see you. And again. you know, they don't care. It's always so the miserable did, people yeah. that'll try. They, yes. They will try you. Yeah. Yes. So I think just at the end of the day, I think if that like, if my friends, my family, the people that we support, like in the community, in the scene, as long as they're respecting me, I'm good. Like people exactly. I see constantly. And before we move on, really quick, Mysterio, make sure you all subscribe. Uh, please leave comments. I would love to know your opinions about the topic that we're talking about. You know, Blair White, if you haven't seen her, make sure you go check her out. I think she is hugely controversial. She's beautiful. But Miss Thing be saying some stuff that I be side-eyeing because I'm not going to lie. I think the worst thing that happened to black people is people like Blair White. Like, you know, just because your experiences are great and you don't go through hardships and struggles, you should never denounce someone else's struggle. Yes. I think that's where she does fuck mm -hmm. up for me. Mm -hmm. So 
check her out you know make sure you subscribe uh to lemon squeeze and and let us know honey what you think and leave some comments um so we're going to move along but before we move along i gotta hit y'all with these drag politics so recently i am the show director of flip phone and i love to, well, i'm gonna talk about everything honey and i noticed that some of the guests are not too pleased about yes. daytime yeah. drag being kind of night-ish for polite words i'm not going to be mean but like drag politics have definitely pushed that forward and i think what i'm trying to do with our drag community is make sure we keep things clean and friendly and not give any fuel to the fire mm -hmm. what y'all think about that honestly when i okay i'm gonna be honest when i got that message it didn't surprise me I'm, it it did it really it really didn't because like you you know I was your assistant for like two and a half. Yeah, you got years, to see the show, and I was I was there for every for the brunch. heyday, honey. I was there for every brunch. I was there for every brunch. I was probably by Sasha's side maybe ninety percent of the day, and we weren't naked. No, and no, and that was the thing. And I was thinking, not only were were folks not naked, very rarely did we get any of the drag race girls that came. And that were naked. Like even Naomi was covered is covered yeah. a, a lot, you know, a lot of the time for the brunches and for mainstream shows, stuff. yeah. Yeah. You know, so it didn't surprise me. That being said, you know, I think it is, as you mentioned, it's like a balance of us as individuals navigating our bodies since we're our bodies are changing. Uh some of us are transitioning as well and being able to appreciate that. That being said, I one hundred percent agree. There's daytime drag, yeah, and there's nighttime drag. What's being confused is that we didn't have daytime drag like this when drag started. Drag started exclusively at nighttime in in the clubs, in mm -hmm. the basements where you could express yourself however you want. I used wanted. to do some good old ratchet you know, music exactly. back in the day, baby. They'd be like, boo, if there was cameras back then. They were like the Sasha when girl. I, I used to just wear chains and harnesses when I started out. You know, but there is a difference. And I think that that also has to be respected. Drag is not only an experience, an adventure, a journey for us, but it's also a job, a career, and an industry. Hey, right man, now. say that, girl. And there Very are certain well things that we do have mm -hmm. to adhere to. There are child-friendly theater shows with no nudity, yep. and there are adult-friendly theater shows with nudity, you know, and they express that. And I think that boundary has to be set. Whoever gets upset about it, you don't really want to do drag. Oh, no. You don't want to make no money, honey. No, yeah. I do think... The crazy part about this whole topic is when someone says that we here at our show have a certain level of or a certain type of drag that we present, mm -hmm. we're not saying your drag is invalid and we don't That's want to. Right. Please say that again. That say that again. This is say what louder. we present over here. And if you want to be over here with us, you need to figure out how to make your drag similar to what we're selling over and here. And stop all that damn complaining. <laughs> yes. You don't you don't walk into a Louis Vuitton or a, a, or an exclusive diamond store and say, hey, well, the pawn shop is selling this ring for $60, but you're selling it for 6000 Like, I deserve it. No. Every, as you have said, every business has the right to choose what their standards are. Yes. And no, again, as Masira said, we're not I asking you to change it. it. Yeah, you, yeah, we're not asking <laughs> you to change it. We're asking you to at least take the risk to be versatile enough Yep. To reach the standard that is being asked for. And it's hard. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. But what reward isn't hard and difficult to achieve? And like, it's like thanks to Dragula and Drag Race and all these other mainstream drag shows, we have an opportunity to take drag to greater heights. Different level. So it's like do not pigeonhole yourself 
to one side of drag because you won't make much money from it. And that just goes with all of us. Like, you just won't. And I also feel like with, like, the difference between daytime and night drag, like, I don't understand how people are like, oh, I can never do daytime. Like, Like, it's not that much different, but it's also like, (laughs) like, I I don't know. They're like, oh, I I can't, like, I don't know. But also, I feel like they can't do daytime because they're not getting booked for the shows that they want to get booked for. Yeah, period. Pretty much. Um, But I also think, like, people are like, oh, well, like, I think how, like, nighttime drag, like, oh, I like to wear this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, like, you could find something like that similar for a daytime show, but a little bit more clothing, but still showing your style and your drag. Great. And to it. Yeah. Make it fit into the venue you want to be in. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing too is like I think with venues it's like it really depends on like what the audience and the venue wants. Yeah. If you if the, like if you can't do that then that's why you're probably won't be invited. Won't be invited. Ooh, let me tell you something. You got to get your money, money, hunty, hunty. <laughs> Don't be funny with that money, hunty. No, but for real like it's I think I think it's it's like necessary to draw that boundary. It is you know, definitely. It's necessary to draw bound. It's to draw that boundary because you're not drawing it for any specific individual. You're drawing it for the business and for the industry as a whole with what we are working on. Yeah, what we are doing. And if we're gonna lose audience members, and let's not just say audience member, consistent audience members, people that show up regularly. If we're gonna start losing them for these things, then maybe we do have to rethink how we're presenting ourselves. Lady, you just you did so good at opening my next segment, my dear, because audience. I mean, let's talk about these local shows and <laughs> this local community and all the things that makes Minneapolis great and not so great. Yes. No shade, no shade, darlings. This is only the things that we perceive in the community. This is not a dig towards anyone. These are just facts. We love you. Uh, locally. So, yeah, before we continue, because I'm definitely going to announce some of the popping shows that are going around the community. But uh, Facebook tea, y'all. It is time to dissect. Uh, let's see. Facebook tea. Recently, I was on Facebook and I, I noticed that there was a little piece of cake someone sliced us saying that they were fired from uh, Lush. I mean, Saloon, not Lush. Oh. For, uh, I, we don't know why, yeah. but I'm not calling anybody name out. You can go do your own research. I'm just going to call a tea out. If you are like doing this kind of stuff to get ahead in this drag industry, that is foul. Now, there's always two sides to every story. I'm not just going to see something and run with it. But I do believe that people are now doing this. Oh, wow. Aaron pulled it up for me. My God, I feel so refreshed already. But anyway, I don't think this is right. I mean, I don't know what's going on personally, but if y'all are out here getting rid of people because of doing this side, because you know that's what happened back in the day at the 90s. These children staged a whole coup against the old powers that be, and guess what? They were not invited to perform on the stage. They were replaced with queens of better status. So these shows around here, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say this, and I know a lot of people may not like this, but shows have to be entertaining. Yeah, I get it that we want to put everybody on show because drag art is valid. It is. But like it's been said, a tale that's older than time, all drag does not belong on stage. Period. What are y'all views on it? Don't And don't, you don't have to hold back because this is the lemon squeeze where we squeeze the juice. Yeah, what's up? I, I wanted to bounce off something you were saying earlier about the fact that it's, 
it's drag, it's your art, yes, but you trying to be on this specific certain type of show, it's a business. And just like any job anywhere, you have to wear the uniform, you have to know the rules, and you have to do the same thing all of us are doing to be a part of this show. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that we don't want to see your individuality. It just means that this is the job that you apply for that you want to be a part of. So don't be upset if you're told that you have to do something different than what you're used to. Yes, and my biggest question for all of the ones that do complain or try to blackmail or whatever or talk about the top six getting booked all the time you know the top six yes baby i do get booked and that's because i meet the assignment good evening you know and but at the same time my question is is like don't you want to grow don't you want your drag to evolve you know it can we can go back to this conversation about pronouns and evolving in that way you want things to evolve because everything that we do this reality is a fluid thing it's going to change it's going to alter don't you want to be versatile? I started off as a club kid. Yeah, I kind of got, you know, pu- pushed into trying uh, glamour, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. Because there are so many more opportunities that are open for me now because of what I can do. And I teach my children to never pigeonhole yourself. Yes, you can have an aesthetic and a style. You can stand by it, but there is always different levels of that aesthetic. Like when I mm-hmm. do, if you see Sasha do goth or emo or anything, it is always Sasha. And I tell people that I don't look like none of them bitches. I look like me. So I'm going to dress up like me, like, you know, with a little flavor to it. And it's okay to play with your art. Again, thanks to all of these shows and these major platforms that give us an opportunity to be great. So why not be the greatest you could possibly be? And and these shows, again, I'm not going to lie. Part of the reason why I don't go out to the shows is because they're boring, some of them. Are absolutely boring. It's, not, it's okay. just the truth. They don't have a standard that they're making their castmates stick to. Yeah. Or they're not promoting their shows well enough. Oh, so my goodness, Camille. When um, you work a show, you have to promote it, by the way. Yes. You have to. <laughs> I mean, like, I like. I think there's I think there's a fairness of like, you know, maybe not promoting it until you're maybe two weeks out because you're promoting other shows right. prior to that. I mm-hmm. think I think that is completely okay. But if you're not promoting your show at all and then bitching about the fact that no one's showing up or you're not being supported, I think the issue is you and the issue is not the people that aren't supporting you. Because if you didn't have a support, you probably wouldn't be doing what you're right, doing right, right. now. Right. And hating on other people is not gonna make you great. I'm just being real. Oh, like, yes. You're not going to be fabulous superstar drag persona by hating on someone else because I had to I mixed bloodbath was amazing to me yes. but sitting and listening to some of the Q&As and being pretty much and I'm not going to say anybody attacked me because I don't ever feel attacked nobody has that power to attack you can say what you want to say but Sasha feels nothing I assure you don't waste your energy Yes, indeed. but to hear people get upset that the top six entertainers, which are pretty much the Mercedes, the me, the Nocturnas, the Julias, and uh, let's see a few others. Why are you, why are we going to be mad at being the top six? Because I'm proud to be a top six entertainer. Why? Because I struggled. I mm-hmm. went through depression. I almost quit drag several times. I put up with some of the meanest show directors in the Twin Cities. And I conquered that shit. And I was, I believed in my drag and no other bitch could tell me that my drag wasn't great. 
I did whatever I had to do to achieve the goal that I wanted to achieve in the industry. So being the top six for me, I will wear that shit proudly. As a matter of fact, I'm getting me a T-shirt made. <laughs> so thank you, oh, question the people. Six yeah, honey, they were saying it at that pageant. And, you know, part of me was uncomfortable, but I went home and I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? You should be proud of that. Because you didn't book yourself. Mm -hmm. Somebody called you and asked you to come and do their show. It's, it's interesting because obviously for these people from the outside looking in, they just look at y'all and look think, oh, that. just because you're pretty or or you're connected, you know, you're the one that get booked all the time and everything. <laughs> A lot of these people that are complaining about not getting these or the top six quotation marks um, are people who haven't even been doing drag long enough to know fully who no, your character is in, yeah. in drag Baby. you weren't around to see sasha fight and struggle and scratch and, exactly. and cry and, and her yeah point you weren't here for mercedes mercedes nocturna who you, was, you didn't see them you didn't see yeah their transformation you didn't see how hard they fought to be who they are so yeah if you want to call them the top six i'm pretty sure all of you are like yeah you damn right damn i right. i worked and paid my dues to be the top damn six exactly i'm gonna tell you like beyonce said it should cost a billion to be this good <laughs> the, um, you know, the sad part is acknowledge it right now too we whole ass know that there's there's going to be some sort of and i'm, I'm saying black backlash because it's the word it's not that i care about what the response is and i'm going to say that very clearly right now but there's going to be a certain thing because this has happened with all of us the princesses that are coming up mm -hmm. of this sort of well you're privileged because of who your mothers are oh, our mothers our mothers would not have chosen us if we had not met their standard it would not and our mothers are some of the the most uh 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 critical in a positive way in terms of you know making sure that our drag is clean established and well put together our mothers are the top six and yes we're going to go to reach that um reach that standard so everything that we're getting right now is deserved and just because you're not getting it you don't have to yuck our yum because we're putting in the hard work to do what we're doing you're not seeing us staying up to three four in the morning stoning uh fucking helmet that we made we're not seeing you know you're not seeing us staying up to three four in the morning sewing a garment that is you know that we put apart i taught myself how to do everything i do and i sat around and watched all the older queens do what they do and everything that i do is little bits and things that i've taken from the older queens it's not that hard to take positive critique it's not and it really not that's my thing too is like because i'm still young and mm -hmm. i are you? Are you still young and stuff? <laughs> yeah. More like you. newborn. Um, <laughs> Leave my but, young I, daughter I, alone. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I really love taking critiques from someone. Or mm -hmm. Not from someone, everyone. I really, because that's the way I'm going to grow. Even if it's bad, even if it's like Very good. Um. I want you to give it to me. That's you, how you make it. That's how I learn and that's how I grow. Yeah. As long as it I'm, comes from a good place. You can tell a lot of people that are being boogers yeah. about giving you critiques. Yeah. And that's an issue. Y'all, I'm not yeah. going to come in. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I'm looking at this and I'm not going to say the name of this show, but I'm like, what kind of newfangled <laughs> shit is this? <sighs> Except for one person up there. Well, two. Is that my, my daughter? I ain't going to say no name. No. Oh, that's not my child? No. That's not... Because I was going to say that drag went backwards, honey. It's not none of my cheering, but this is... This is quite interesting. Wait, wait, speaking of drag shows, I'm sorry, Mother, I have to I have to acknowledge this. Have you seen what's been going around on Twitter from the New York brunch? Oh, girl, I saw. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I haven't seen okay. it. And I just say, Chad sent me the video. Oh. And I was like, oh. you know, I was sitting there, I was praying. I was like, is this one of our brunches? And he was like, yes. 
And I guess the queen was doing the fairy godmother from Shrek. Yeah. But I, that drag was terrible, and they would never work my drag brunch if they so were doing something the like video that. video is of an older it, white woman at the... She was uh, clearly... At the, York, at the New York Macy brunch, and the queen who was doing fairy godmother was standing in front of her, so you only saw her back. But her back, the top zipper, is you like... You can see the red dress. You can see the red dress underneath, so you know there's a reveal coming, but not for the right reasons. And the look that this little old lady gave when she walked away... Girl, she was not pleased. She was not literally. Lux just reposted it, or uh, just reposted a picture of her, and at the bottom it says, "I'm not gagging." She said, "Well, at least the eggs are good." <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Give me that syrup." <laughs> that drag was not interesting. And the thing is, is like I saw that when it first got posted, and I looked at the video, and I was like, I recognize that space, so I just commented under, going, "Wait." Is this a Macy's brunch in New York? It is. It's, yeah. And then Stardust did her research and comments on there and goes, "Yes." <laughs> yeah, that was late, hon. Look at her. If, and the wig is wrong. This is what I'm talking about. We cannot get mad when people <laughs> do say things about the shows being foolish. Your hair ain't right. Your costume ain't right. If you looking a halfway, like that's just the way it is. You're not looking great. That yeah, she look a fool, honey. That's a fool. Yeah, that was that, that was lady so was funny to me. That lady was not impressed. That was so funny. All right, before we move Zip along and uh get ready to get close to the end of this podcast, <laughs> we gotta read some of our mean TikToks and tweets. <laughs> but first we're gonna give some show shout-outs. Um, some local shows that are coming up. I think one of my favorite shows around right now is Ghoul Friends. It's alternative, yeah. it's different. Yeah. Nocturna mm-hmm. Lee Mission is the show director of the show. The next theme is the whole down. The haunted hold down. The haunted, the haunted hold down. I would have loved Cassidy. to have done that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been fun. She says she's going to put me in one of those one day. And They're I'm telling really you, I'm going to go all out when I do it. But check that out. Um, make sure you check out, I don't know the date. What date is that show? November 26th. November 26th. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got the Roaring Twenties Ball that's coming up. And I think because it's World's AIDS Day. Yeah, World AIDS Day is December 1st. So then on December 2nd, Charmaine uh, Lenore is... Oh, me? is that Charmaine Meekly? Uh, yes. Oh, I love Charmaine. The Roaring Twenty Balls, yeah. which is in conjunction with World AIDS Day on December 2nd. Oh, fab. Um, and then let's see what other show we got coming up. Um, don't forget we got all kinds of drag brunches coming up. Make sure oh. you follow Flip on Events to see all of our drag brunches coming up. Um, make sure you check out uh Lush. They have a new show over there called Hey Sis. It's a talent competition. Those of you who are interested, um, I don't really know anything about it, but I just saw a video on TikTok. It looks interesting. Um, check it and out. And then actually, uh. Tonight, because this is being released on November 24th, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tonight will be uh, my booked show as the newest cast member for Booked. Oh. Um, welcome to the Glam Jam, a Prince and uh, Friends. <laughs> you already knew. You love you, Supreme. I do. <laughs> uh, it's a Prince That's and Friends uh, show uh, with the cast of Booked, and our special guests are Cerberus the Hound and my newest child, Pan Pan the Clown. Oh, interesting. I yes. thought I'd come check it out. <laughs> yes, so come check it out November 24th. I'll so make sure y'all check out Roxy's. They have shows going over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Nicolette, it's Nicolette. It's yeah. on Nicolette by uh, the hotels. Yep. Um, um, the legendary, legendary divas are over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure you check out the Gay Nineties, the Lady of uh, Ladies of La Femme show. Um, that's popping, popping. Then we got Hot Pink on Tuesday and Hot Pink on Saturday, Saturday. and yeah. we have work on Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday. 
and then we have a talent night. So you think you can drag on at, Wednesday? On Wednesday at the gate night is dot com dot org dot net. Now, children, the time has come oh to throw shade, and the shade is all at us. This is my new segment of the show because I got this from a night show, y'all. So straight up, yeah, I bit off of this. I thought it'd be fun for us to, you know, just not give that much air to the bad comments that we receive on some of our videos and our posts on TikTok and Instagrams. So we have all, I'm, I'm going to have to pull mine up, went to... uh. Facebook. I'm gonna pull mine from TikTok because some of the funnier ones come from TikTok. No, TikToks are the on the Facebook. Ones. Yes, baby, they be slaying the hell out of us. So, like, I'm not Lizzo, you have reached the quiet storm. It is time to read the mean TikToks. Hit it, Blizzo. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. So a lot of mine are right on the reels on the flip phone Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the one thing I've noticed is that is it Chad whoever keeps track of this page they've actually been taking down some of the more negative comments because the one I really wanted is not here anymore but I remember what it said Um, when I first debuted this at flip phone it's the blue metallic that I did for Little Nas X which is what I was performing someone said what in the autistic hell is this and I remember it was like the oh, first comment, and I laughed. I laughed. It it made me laugh. I had a good chuckle from that. But then later I was like, well, that's, you know, mean because you don't know me. You don't know me from Adam or Steve or anything. You you don't know if I am autistic or not. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying you don't know. So, But I'm sure he offended a lot of people. Yeah. By saying that, because it was just unnecessary. You would have to make it dramatic, honey. You're supposed to make it funny. Oh, was that not funny? It's I'm sorry. There was like we're not little... supposed to be giving backstories. So I'll jump to mine before I go to my daughter. <laughs> this is really funny. This was one of the videos where, if you go on flip on events, it's me and Lady Camille. We're doing the, the re re reveal. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love them. Um, and I'm going to get, I'm just going to do this one. I thought this was so funny, y'all. I went on there. Somebody said, This is deep freeze, not frozen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let me, do I have any more on this? Oh, my God. oh, this is okay. That was the only one. That was funny. That was funny. No, what about you, Camille? That frozen one is hilarious. Zay and I were actually just looking at that before I came. That over. was hilarious. That was hilarious. I was like, there's some really good ones on here too. I just saw some really nice ones. I was looking hard and fast, and I couldn't okay. find like a mean, mean comment. But everyone keeps just calling me it and being like, I'm male. So like all of these, like my Dolores that I did for Encanto brunch, someone just commented saying, "What is he doing?" Someone corrected them saying, "She," and she's lip syncing. Duh. The next person goes, "It's a male." Oh. And the next person go, and it can't just do whatever it wants to do. The other one goes, I hope someone tells that birthday kid that that's a boy. <laughs> and then someone, someone comments going, excuse me, ma'am, that's a whole ass male. And I was just like, clock that T. I got to chisel this jawline, everyone. It's it's time to start that physical movement. <laughs> okay, yeah, your turn, daughter. You got girl, I have none. You have none? Oh, she don't have enough videos. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Lizzo, your turn. I love you. TikTok ones start coming. Oh, God, in. yeah. Wait till you get on the flip phone. They be God. vicious, honey. They, they were vicious at Ken one day. Oh, they got Ken doll real good on some of these. Not best you. Yeah. yeah. They oh, they get us all. None of us are, like, immune from it. Trust me. <laughs> Okay, Blizzo. They've got Demeter too. Um, the next one 
someone put says uh it says what the fuck is this shit y'all getting too comfortable and then, <laughs> and then the a puke face emoji <laughs> oh my god you is a cr- that's crazy well one of mine's i was doing tina turner you can go find the video on tiktok <laughs> but they said she's beautiful but damn did she look like she ate tina turner also yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what they said about uh, me. That's what they said. That beautiful liquid. Uh, it was liquid beat. It was so cute, girl. They said that. I, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I chuckled when I read it. I chuckled. These comments to be so funny because uh, you know what? I don't have any like rude ones, but when I hosted that event for Paisley Park in drag, like that caused a lot of hubbub on there as well. Like no one was ever mean, but like I. Ooh, yes. I just... <laughs> it's the comments that we get. They're just funny to me. Yeah, but yeah. all these bitches are probably not even doing drag or haven't even done anything. No. And it's just like, it's it's funny for us to laugh at because these bitches are probably like... Like literally, it's not there. When I'm having a bad day, I go through the flip phone to TikTok. And just read, because it's not just me. It's a bunch of them on here. Um, I'm going to ask permission before I read some of the other ones, or I would read some of the random entertainers on here. So the next time we do this podcast, the next segment of Mean Tweets, I'm going to read some of the other entertainers, Mean Tweets and TikToks and, and stuff. But like some of the ones are absolutely hilarious. Well, with that being said, this has been a fantastic family-friendly episode. Y'all were fun. I really, I really uh, will yes. do throw a little shade. We'll be back. You know, it can't be a little lemon squeeze without something that's sour. <laughs> anyway, this has been an absolute pleasure. As always, thank you for taking a sip. Until next time, ciao, darlings. Smooches. Period.com.org. Bye, besties. Love you. Now I out, out, out music. He liked that juicy, juicy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's your beauty, beauty. Yeah. I don't know the words, honey. Bye, besties. <laughs>